flooring in the warehouse. Large selection too, free estimates, 643 Riverside Street, carpet design. With more than 30 years of providing excellent service to Sheridan area businesses, Parker Mellinger has the knowledge and expertise to help solve your bookkeeping problems, answer questions about IRS notices, and discuss your business concerns. Schedule a review of your financial records today and we'll find solutions that work best for you. Ask about our exclusive fixed price agreement, one annual fee, unlimited phone calls and meetings. Parker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue, Sheridan. All this rain means things will be growing. Ace Hardware and Connect Home Center has everything you need to beautify your yard. Save on battery power for your biggest tasks. Shop the entire line of Ego mowers, trimmers, and blowers and enjoy instant Ace rewards. Pick up Scott's Naturescapes Color Enhanced Mulch. Two cubic foot bags, four for $20. Look for the flyer in this week's Country Bounty and don't miss out on the Ace Hardware and Connect Home Center Memorial Day sale event happening now. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 in cash and another $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. Herding Rescue Dogs of Wyoming is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Don't let the construction on Main Street keep you from shopping. At Carol's Furniture, we're taking advantage of this time by offering a star-wide spring clearance sale. Save 50% off all in-stock Green Gables furniture. Save 30 to 40% off in-stock Heckman and Flexiel living room, dining room, and bedroom pieces. Expecting guests? Save up to 40% off select sleeper sofas. Take advantage of our special financing option with 0% interest for 12 months. We've got parking in the back. Come in and save big today at Carol's Furniture, 340 North Main. After this long, hard winter, it's time to get out and enjoy some beautiful spring weather, but make sure your tires are ready, Chris Hayden. Bob, bring your vehicle down to Waring Chevrolet and let us take a look at the condition of your tires. If they need to be replaced, you don't need to wait for a tire sale because we offer all the major brand tire names with the price match guarantee. If you find a better price within 30 days of the purchase, we will refund the difference. Let's get your spring right on the road with new tires from Waring Sheridan Chevrolet. 107 East Alger. Go online and search for Sheridan Chevrolet. When you hear the name Noah's Auto Glass, what do you think of? Do you realize that we can service more than just passenger vehicles? Hi, this is Cindy. Here at Novus, we can repair and replace glass in semi-trucks, farm equipment, construction equipment, RVs, and classic vehicles. We can even come to you. If your restoration project has gotten overwhelming, we can help get you over the top. Stop in or call today to make an appointment. Novus Auto Glass, 347 North Main, 672-0139. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, this morning, I am joined by Sheridan County Commissioners Lonnie Wright and Alan Thompson. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Floyd. Good morning, Floyd. All right, see, that's, uh, now try that again. Oh, good morning. There we go. I got you. All right. <laughs> Still learning the buttons uh, uh, after our big new reset here in the studio. How's your spring going? I'll start with you, Commissioner Wright. Spring is going really well, um, especially since we 
have some timely rain, but it's not uh, over the top so far. It's not over the top to to cause uh, some uh, some flooding, which I was a little bit afraid of. Still am a little bit, but um, I think we're so far so good. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's going well. I got a lot of green hay fields at home, and uh, it's it's looking awesome. That drive from Buffalo to Sheridan just improves every day, and mm-hmm. it, it'll be beautiful till about the end of June, <laughs> and then it'll all turn in into a brown tan as I drive <laughs> over. Now, uh, it, Commissioner Thompson, does your property have any kind of flood issues uh, in spring? Is there anything you need to worry about? Yeah, so my personal property, um, a little bit. It's a, it's the groundwater um, issue because I don't have any drainage. It's kind of in a depression. Um, but as far as the creeks and um, irrigation ditches and things like that overflowing, that's not as much of a concern. So I, you know, with the melt that's already occurred in my yard, I'm I'm through. You're, you're, you've yeah, made it. Th- I've made, made it through the hard part, so I'm good to go. <laughs> is that yeah. just uh, like a sump pump issue in the basement type of deal? Yeah, yeah. we have high ground, groundwater out there south of Sheridan up on the bench. Um, and, you know, just depends on the year. Yeah. Um, heavy. Usually it's heavy rains at this time of year with along with the runoff where it floods the rivers where, where the issues are kind of for everyone. But um, I think this year we had a lot of uh, people across the county that experienced that um, heavy snow melt within the yard that we're not really used to. So that yeah. caused some concerns with um, basements and, you know, other drainage issues on properties that was a little concerning for a while, but um, we made it through. You know, and that's something that uh, I haven't spoken to a lot of people about, and that's the, the, the amount of snow in your yard. Could that really affect your property and here we are yeah it yeah, does so you know i was looking at the snow tell data um over the you know the last couple of months and anticipation of what we're going to have for flooding and if you looked at the really high elevations um most of those drainages that affected sheridan county were 100 to maybe 120 percent uh normal or median like the 30-year median a little bit higher than the last several years um we're still um you know coming out of a a period where we didn't have as much snowfall as we did over the 30-year average. So, but what was interesting is you look at the lower elevation. So we don't have a snowtail site, you know, at my backyard at you know 4,000 feet. All the snowtail sites are up on the mountain. But anything below that 7,000 and 6,000 um, elevation point, those were the ones that were really high. Wow. Um, so we had a lot more snowfall um, across the region in the lower elevations and more like average in the higher elevations in Sheridan County. That is really interesting. Which is kind of the, yeah, yeah, it is. It's a different year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because then you're not really worried about the stuff up high. You're more worried about the stuff down low. Well, until it rains up there and it's 80 degrees, and then we're still going to have problems. Yeah, you're telling me, Floyd, let's not start (laughs) counting chicks just yet. Yeah, we we want those um, good temperatures to drop at uh, overnight up on the mountain um and we'll we'll make it through june all right if we can get that done now a lot of construction going on in the the spring season something that uh some people are pretty grateful for other ones uh <laughs> not so much right. but uh we do have a lot of stuff going on down at the courthouse this year which is really interesting let's talk about the jailhouse what's uh what's the progress report on that one there yeah well to be clear that's the the historic jail behind the courthouse so not to be confused with the north main um, not the address, detention center not the detention right. center on north main um so you know there's a a, a lot of uh 
you know, just degre degradation over the years. You know, that's a what 100 year old building, um, bricks and mortar. Um, so, uh, you know, your uh, entry entry area and the and the pylons that hold up the the you know the area right over the front door. All of those things have just degraded over the years, and it needs some some specific attention. And I do believe it's on the historic register. It's a historic building. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we want to make it as original as possible. Um, roof issues. Um, you know the the bricks and. Um, all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of work going on on the outside of that building and then a review of what it's going to take um, for the inside of the building is forthcoming. Um, so a lot of work. And we do use that. That building is fully occupied by um, the justice office. So oh, wow. It's, okay. It's not just a nice-looking building behind the courthouse. It's actually in use, and, and every room is full but the basement. So, Now, when it's on a historic registry like that, and yet we've got, we're using it for offices, administration, things like that, uh, what are we, and maybe you don't know this, but what are we allowed to drill as far as trying to get fiber in there, power, things like that? What are we allowed to change? I don't. <laughs> I, I know I don't, that I'm kind of throwing that one out no, there. No, that's okay. I I don't think we're we're um, our hands are tied um, on anything like that as far as technology goes. Um, I think the in my mind the big end of the historic preservation stuff is you know keep the the look original. You know um, you know we're not going to change the entryway. We're not going to uh, change the look of the. Uh, um, the look of the um, the footprint of the building or the look of the building and I was just going to add the the jail upstairs um, Floyd if you get a chance you should go check it out it is really cool it's back in the day um, if you went to visit someone that you knew or you know some relative or cousins friend, in the clinker friend, again yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you went to visit some friend of yours or whatever in jail they didn't bring the prisoner out of the cell you went up to the cell and they have a a like a wooden um bench there where you sat and over all the eons of history there's carved names in the wood oh, bench wow. and the and the tabletop and all kinds of graffiti carved into it and yeah it was it was uh um it's an eye-opening uh, thing to check out i think you'd, you'd enjoy that probably they still have like the cells and the bars oh, yeah. and everything up yeah. there yes sir that's yeah. amazing the mechanical yeah. controls non-electronic but mechanical controls the old switch just, you know, big pulling big, the big lever you door. pull open yeah. you know well, that's so, pretty yeah. cool does that it's still work cool. and it does yeah now have yeah. you gone up and pulled it um, I, haven't, I haven't actually messed with the mechanics of it in several years, but, um, you know, I've been up there, I think it was a couple of years ago for the last, the last time I was up there a couple of years ago. And it's just, it, it's interesting. The thing that's most interesting to me is the size of everything. Yeah. Cells were much smaller. Height clearances were much smaller. ADA wasn't a thing in mm -hmm. 19, yep. whenever teens or whatever yeah. that was built. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it, they're, you're looking at getting as many people into a little area as possible and um, widths of doorways and heights of doorways and hallways and things like that is all smaller. Wow. Um, which is, I mean, if you look back at some of the buildings that are 100, 150 years old, they're kind of like that. Narrower staircases, steeper staircases. Yeah, the steep. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah the staircase going up there yeah. is definitely not. It's <laughs> not, definitely not the spec in right. today's ro- rules and regulations. That's for sure. It's always yeah. interesting looking back on those things, and then as you're walking up those stairs or you're standing in that narrow hallway, you think to yourself, "That's why they changed that. <laughs> That's why we regulated right. that." Now, yeah. the is the north vestibule part of that, or is that something different? That's that's um, on the courthouse, and that is the um, basically the main entrance to the courthouse on the kind of the northeast corner of the courthouse, right there, right along um, Burkett. And so um, that was a project that um, we let. It's been. It seems like it takes forever to get things done, but we let it quite a while ago, and the work just got completed. I want to say two weeks ago or something like oh, that. Oh, fantastic! So it's all new doors and glass, and um, the previous um, hardware and the previous doors, I think, have been there since the expansion of the courthouse back in the '80s. So this was called for big time. So yeah. it looks really nice, though. It looks to me, and I don't, I don't know this for sure, but it looks to me like the old vestibule was an add-on after original construction. You had a, uh, a solid set of doors, and you'd open the door, and you were in the hallway. Well, most of your main businesses, you want that double set of doors for weather purposes. Yeah. Um, so they added a exterior door on that, had a sloping kind of a glass cover around it. So then that you had issues with leakage and mm-hmm. you know um, deterioration over time and so forth. So this is. A good flat front with an extra set of doors on the inside. Um, I just walked through there yesterday, and doors are great. They're not hanging up like the last ones were. You know, you gotta almost put a foot on the other door, <laughs> give it a pry it open. Yeah, exactly. Bring your crowbar with you. Get the crowbar. Uh, we're heading so, to the courthouse. Yeah, everything works good. Um, real good access. Uh, four doors getting in there, so you know, good place for people to come and go. Now, if if I'm correct in this, uh, where my brain is putting the placement of all of this. This is an easier access in a courthouse, isn't it? Uh, you don't have too many stairs to climb or hills to get up. Well, it depends on where you're going, mister. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have, <laughs> yeah. There's elevator access to, to you know, all the floors. Um, but that, that entrance dumps you right onto, obviously, the main floor of the courthouse where the assessor, treasurer, county clerk, all those offices are just down the hallway from the entrance. So, yeah. Now... Brook Street, one that I know uh, is is kind of a beautification project, but we're getting rid of a, a, a road that we barely used anyway. And when we did, it caused issues. Um, uh, even uh, one of our own reporters found that out, unfortunately. Uh, so it's kind of a good thing to see this being turned into something else. Can you tell us what, uh, it w- for those who may not know, what is it getting turned into? So Brook Street is that street directly west of the courthouse proper block. And it's the steep one that um, the city of Sheridan, when it was open, would close for most of the year. Um, you know, because of snow and ice and rain and all that other stuff. Um, it's been closed permanently for going on two years now. Yeah, quite a while. Um, and so the county has acquired that road area and, um, and have incorporated that project into all, a lot of other projects that we have going on. So we've had for a long time the need for a backup generator for the building. And, of course, you look at the size of the building and the needs of providing service during power outages to the community, we need a substantial generator. Um, where to place that, um, you know, you really don't want to put that on the front lawn of the courthouse. Right. It's just not aesthetically pleasing. So we have the ability to put that on that hillside in that parking area west of the courthouse. Um, and then, then that 
you know brings in the new project of stabilizing that hillside so um, right now there's there's a whole bunch of things going on amongst that area of Brook Street so they've removed the pavement off of there they're starting to work on um, the the tiering of that hillside for actual use as a open space green area for the public and for members of our employees at the courthouse and at the same time putting the infrastructure in to bring power from that generator west of um, Brook Street um, and then at the same time putting the caissons in the ground to stabilize that hillside so there's a lot of things going on there the biggest impact on people right now is you'll notice that um, east end of that parking lot closest to the courthouse that doesn't make you cross a busy street to get into the courthouse has been closed a lot um, it's been closed for a small portion at the start of the project it's currently closed now as they put the caissons in the ground and then in the future when they start working on that hillside it might be closed again but we're hoping to have that open soon so people can use that area to park um, so that's our kind of our big struggle right now is making sure we have adequate parking for uh, customers to get into the courthouse and then and the streets aren't lined with cars right. all the way around yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah parking on the street is fine but it does add some risks yeah and absolutely like yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, some people aren't the strongest parallel parkers in the world. <laughs> well, tagging on to what Alan said, uh, the street directly south of the courthouse is closed as well for staging purposes for the construction companies. Um, you know, they've got lifts and they've got forklifts and they've got, I don't know, bucket trucks and trenchers and all kinds of equipment that need to live somewhere when they're uh, on the job. And, and so that that street has actually been shut down and they're using um using it to uh stage their probably some supplies as well and equipment so, commissioner wright yes sir have you heard any pushback on this project has, has anyone walked up to you on the street and said hey this is a waste of money we shouldn't do this anything like that i have not i have not heard that a lot of people have you heard anything positive about it i have i mean early on we had um kind of public comment type meetings um at at the courthouse where people could come and look at the plan so the actual brook street that is there now will end up being a kind of a walking path with uh, switchbacks it'll be ada compliant um, there's going to be a little um, almost like i think of it like almost like a little stage about halfway up with picnic tables i mean it's a place you know it's going to be multi-use i i would assume and and um i can see weddings taking place there or yeah. all kinds of things like that it's going to be really pretty but uh, we had um not a big crowd but we had a few people come and check out the plans and ask questions to of the engineers and, and the planning folks and it was pretty positive i didn't hear any negative stuff you know this i think this is just one of those projects that uh, the majority if not everyone in the community kind of nods their head and says yeah we're starting to get rid of brook street yeah. you know um too many issues surrounding that plus the generator needed a place to go so this was a good two birds one stone type of problem right. now um i'm going to continue <clears throat> right along with the airport do we have an estimated completion date on when they're going to get that uh, luggage? I can't remember what it's called. Carousel. Carousel, okay. <clears throat> luggage carousel, all installed and good to go? The last, the last I heard from Robert, which was uh, Monday, um, he gave us an update. And they are, they are 
actually I know they're here installing it because I saw some some of their trucks at Home Depot the other day. They were buying hardware for something. <laughs> <laughs> Probably lost some parts in shipping or something. Anyway, they were buying parts, and I I uh, um, know from what Robert says, it's going to be a few more weeks before the the uh, carousel is completely installed. Um, but uh, you know, Sheridan Sheridan County Airport's going to be just like the big boys. It's going to have their own baggage carousel and everything. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, anything going on with Falcon Cars? Have they given you an update, a comment, uh, anything? Um, it's pretty quiet. I yeah. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I I think. Um, they have um i know there's interest to keep the buildings they are in as far as um the lease that they have with the the, the buildings the hangars that they that they are in right now um they um uh, gave up the lease on several of the other lots in the airport uh, industrial park complex so um those are up for grabs and i know there's a lot of interest according to what robert said the other day there's a lot of interest of a couple other companies moving to town and maybe leasing some of those other lots oh, so, that's good news yeah it's really good yeah. uh you know get somebody out there get some stuff up and uh, something going right. yeah well the rub was he had them all tied up but he wasn't doing anything with them yeah and so that was pretty much a non-starter yeah absolutely there's there's a uh, oil leases in the state of wyoming got the same thing oh, yeah. long leases and nobody's moving on the property uh, it's it's kind of heartbreaking to see that uh, you know those things could be put to really good use mm -hmm. let's switch on to county roads before floyd gets on a soapbox uh <laughs> maintenance and uh, soldier creek uh i got a commercial i gotta take but uh this is just gonna be really quick how's maintenance going on the county roads so far yeah so they've been out working really hard um getting kind of built back up after a harsh winter on those roads so um probably a little bit slower than most people are used to um every spring on getting out and getting the road graded and getting them ready for summer traffic but that's because the road's been a little bit more impacted over this winter and then the you know the use of plows on it so they're getting there i know that um uh, they've been out in several of those roads picking up fixing up uh spot areas or you know working on them then they have that um, soldier creek project that's been um, approved um so i'm not sure the time frame on that but i mean there's it's a constant process yeah i mean there are, there's always something that they're working on so and road and bridge they've always got their hands full because uh, you're right it's one of those situations it's like working in a mail room there's always going to be something to do <laughs> <laughs> all right sure. on that i got to take a quick commercial break we're going to have more with our sheridan county commissioners when we return you're listening to public pulse on 930 k 103.9 fm Shared. Your business deserves a strong partner. First Federal Bank and Trust provides cash management services to help your business collect, disperse, and manage funds. Whether you need merchant services or positive pay fraud protection, our team will find the tools that best support your business. Contact a cash management officer today by visiting efirstfederal.bank. First Federal Bank and Trust is your partner in success. Member FDIC.
It's summertime. Time to roll. Better make sure your car's road trip ready. Midas Tire and Auto has money-saving deals just waiting for you. And listen to this. Midas has a new state-of-the-art inspection process called A Closer Look. You'll get pictures and updates along the way, allowing you to track the progress of your vehicle. Ask questions and get answers straight from the technician. Stop in for A Closer Look this month, plus save 20 bucks off any full synthetic oil change at Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Don't miss out on the Memorial Day sale event at Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop amazing deals like 15% off on Old Town Vapor 10 kayaks. Get a Sportsman Warehouse gift card with your purchase of Benchmade knives. Plus, check out the new Yeti coolers in Rescue Red, Canopy Green, and High Desert Clay, available on coolers, bottles, and mugs. And for those who love camping, they're offering 20% off all Lost Creek dry bags and cases. Look for the flyer in this week's Country Bounty and save big with Sportsman's Warehouse. Okay, so I got this smartwatch that actually tells me that it's time to drink water. Our ancestors crossed the wilderness in covered wagons without water reminder sundials. How did they not die of thirst? Well, if you're looking for water, all you have to do is call 307 Wildcat Well Service in Eureka. They drill a hole in the ground and deliver cool, clear water. So here's your reminder. You need water. Contact 307 Wildcat Well Service today, and you too will have cool, clear water. Hi, this is Liz Kincaid, host of the new video podcast called Sheridan County Ag Update. Join me each week as I visit with folks in our area about local agriculture issues, rodeo, 4-H, FFA, and more. You can find my video podcast each week and past interviews under the podcast tab or on the front page of SheridanMedia.com. Sheridan County Ag Update is presented by Heartland Kubota, Cowboy State Bank, and True Built Builders. So join me, Liz Kincaid, host of Sheridan County Ag update on sharedmedia.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. Proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning I am with Sheridan County Commissioner Alan Thompson and Lonnie Wright. Now property taxes have increased here in the Cowboy State. In some areas, property taxes have doubled since 2014. Relief for Wyoming citizens was a topic of discussion for lawmakers during the legislative session. But to accomplish anything, the state constitution had to be rewritten. We've talked about this quite a bit on the show. And uh, this led to the funding of the property tax refund program. Uh, Some requirements while also loosened up quite a bit to make sure that uh, more people could actually get involved with this But Sheridan Media has received word that there isn't a lot of interest in this program. Commissioners, what have you heard regarding this program from citizens and residents here? Yeah, so when I talk to people around the community, I kind of get that same feeling that that you have, that not many people know about it or are taking advantage of it or think they can... um, you know, be awarded this refund program. So um, that's just in my informal conversations with people. But I did call the assessor or the treasurer's office this morning and asked, you know, what are we seeing last year to this year? And I think it's been a lot more robust. Good. I don't have the numbers from last year, but so far this year, they have uh, assisted with 258 applications so far this year, which is a pretty substantial number. That's pretty good, yeah. Um, and, and that is good. So, of course, that ultimate decision comes down to the state, but um, those applications have been um, sent in it. And there's also the ability to apply totally online. So there's a chance that 
Um, our treasurer's office hasn't even heard of some of those applications that were done just through the state portal. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think it's better than we think it is, but I think it's also kind of a newer program. And with their expansion of the program um, over this last year, it is important for us to continue to get the word out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and and it, just in case you don't know, folks, uh, you know, the eligibility for this has greatly expanded. Um, you know, they, they've made a lot of different things exempt that uh, even a friend of mine didn't know about. You know, mm -hmm. they, they had gotten on there to apply and they said, well, I, I don't qualify because I own a car. I've got life insurance. I've got this. But those are all exempt. Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to read the exemptions off that I know of uh, from Senator Kinsky told me this back when he got back from legislation. Cars, life insurance, retirement, house, or a medical savings account. Those are all uh, items that uh, uh, I believe are completely exempt from this tax program. Uh, so the eligibility should be gosh almost almost all the property owners i know of uh should be able to make this um exactly yeah now yeah. commissioner Wright, where can we apply what's what's the best way in your opinion well it depends it depends on it depends on your uh savviness with the the uh, the computer system you know <laughs> a lot of people um including myself are not that electronically uh, enabled so um, if I was going to apply I would actually do it face-to-face -face in the uh, treasurer's office uh, at the courthouse um, there's also a um, the portal which Commissioner Thompson was talking about and that is um, a website called WPTRS.YO.gov and um, that is um, a uh, a website that I haven't tried it, but I I bet it's fairly straightforward and um, just fill in the information and you don't have to go to the courthouse. Um, uh, like I say, if you're not uh, if you're not savvy with a computer, maybe you can get your grandson or granddaughter to, to help you out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I have step to do. up, jump in the chair, and give grandpa a hand. Right? That's right. That's... I need I need to figure this uh, this thinking machine out of here. For sure. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Now, we can go down to the treasurer's office, though, yeah, and, and sure. we can get assistance from our treasurer on filling this paperwork out if we, we get stumped. Uh, if, if Grandpa is going through this paperwork and he says, gosh, I don't even know what to put here. Right. right. I, can, I can get help. We can even call them um, and just see, you know, ask those basic questions on whether you would qualify and get, you know, more in depth than just what we're saying here. Um, you know, the thing that you were mentioning about the uh, exemptions from that, um, that's that's because that the, there's a limit in that application that if you own $150,000 worth of assets, you wouldn't apply, except all those things that you mentioned don't um, aren't counted as the assets. So uh, I think many people do qualify for this if their income in their household is less than $86,000 a year, there's a good chance that they'll qualify for this. Yep. That's so. quite a chunk of the population, yes. I, would I would say. Would think so, yeah. You know, so if you own your property and uh, if, if you can apply for this, I would really encourage you to do so. That is why it exists, so we can get a little yeah. bit of relief. Because, you know, I've heard a lot of heartache over over this. And it's not just people who are upset. I mean, it's people who are 
kind of being crushed by this thing financially. Yeah. Uh, what have you heard out there? Uh, I'll start with you, Commissioner yeah, well, I mean, Thompson. If you look at, um, you know, in my neighborhood where, you know, 25, 30 years ago, it was just a working class blue collar neighborhood um, where people had the opportunity to have a, an acre or maybe a couple acres just to spread out a little bit. Um, now it's kind of one of those areas that's really sought after. It's a lot outside of mm -hmm. town. The, the values of, of uh, properties have gone up exponentially. I've only been there for 20 years and there's people that have been there for 30, 40 years and just the impact on them, yeah. you know, they're, they're at that retirement age, they've got their house paid for and then all of a sudden um, their tax bill is like having a house payment again. Yeah. You know, it's hundreds of dollars a month just to, to, yeah. to make the tax bill and that's not something that they plan for in retirement. So we got to be looking at other options for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Commissioner Wright, uh, you yourself, property owner, uh, yes, you got uh, a ranch out there, farm. How is it impacting the ag community? Oh, man. I, I honestly don't know that I've heard anything other than the, just the regular, you know, griping about the increases. Um, uh, ag land is is uh, generally um, uh, a, you know quite quite a bit less in value as far as property tax goes. So um, it isn't it isn't um, a, a big a, a, of an effect as someone's home. But uh, um, I haven't really heard anything per se um, on on that um but i know it you know anytime you're you're affecting the bottom line it's it's got to have an effect on people's lives yeah so see i i don't know where i guess individuals and i'm sure there's definitely a set line but where it stops from being like residential area over to the ag area mm -hmm. uh, you know if i got geese in my backyard or something does that count <laughs> You know, I, I, I'm sure there's a lot of different rules and regulations on of, this. There's a lot of people raising raising chickens, chickens and eggs, yeah. so they yeah. can so they can be zoned ag, and <laughs> hey. have that $500 uh, uh, income to uh, keep their ag um, keep their ag qual classification for sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you you never know how things are going down. Now, speaking of homes and budget, uh, the County is currently working on the budget for this year. Long process. Uh, you're both very experienced when it comes to sitting down, working on a budget, going through these line items. Uh, how's it looking so far? Well, you know, we, we talk about the property tax a little bit and then rolling into the budget here. I just wanted to mention that, um, you know, your county commissioners don't have a lot of say in the actual tax burden oh, yeah. held yep. by property owners, but they are, um, as the um, kind of the financial group of the county, a benefit of that increased tax collection. So I think it's important for the commission to view this as, um, you know, the long-term investment. So we do, we are receiving more money than we have in the past because of tax and sales taxes up also, um, and property tax, you know, um, those are the two um, main drivers for our uh, um, income from the county when we're looking at budgeting. And I think what we've been looking at both last year and in this current budget is the infrastructure that we have and that we're responsible for in the county. So are our buildings, you know, the 
courthouse that we're under construction, the coroner's office on North Main. Do we have the buildings available? Do we have the infrastructure available um, for our county offices to do the service for the community that they're required to do? Um, so some of that deferred maintenance and construction that we've put off over these lean years are now things that we're working on. So that's why you see it kind of all happening at the same time roofs being replaced, um, streets mm -hmm. being upgraded, um, generators being installed, all these things that we've deferred because we haven't had those funds. Um, even though we weren't responsible for directly raising that, we're going to make sure that we spend that on stuff that's going to last a, a long time and get the best bang for the buck right now. Well, I think that's a great way to do it. I, uh, you know, it, it's, and if you really look at it, when I, when I sit down to budget anything, I think about the needs as opposed to the wants, oh, sure. right. you know, and, and even, even now, just some of the projects that we've talked about sound more like needs rather than wants, but have been kind of waiting in the wings for a little bit. Cause as many families out there know, we just don't have the money for it right now, but we'll save up and try to make mm -hmm. a difference a little bit later on. I got to take a quick commercial break. Uh, this conversation's actually flowing too well, and, I, and I'm missing my spots. All right, we're going to have more with our Sheridan County Commissioners. When we return, you're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 in cash and another $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. Herding Rescue Dogs of Wyoming is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. We're Captain Clean. Snow melt, heavy rains, and unexpected water inside your home is always unnerving. Call Captain Clean today. Our experts are always on standby to assist you throughout the entire process. Don't let water inside your home dampen your spirits. Call Captain Clean this spring. 6720726. Affordable choices for healthy living. We clean more for you. Have you been hit with huge property tax increases you can't afford? This is State Senator Dave Kinski urging you to see if you qualify for a property tax refund. While I'm still fighting to get tax breaks for everyone, we've secured immediate relief for those who are hardest hit. Don't miss an opportunity to get some of your money back. Go to Kinski4WY.com. That's K-I-N-S-K-E-Y for W-Y.com. The deadline is Monday, June 5th. This ad paid for by Senator Dave Kinski. Hi, this is Jill Bates with the Best Real Estate Team. Spring is here, but it was a long winter. So do you have that Goldilocks complex about where you live? Are you thinking things like the bathroom is too small, the kitchen is too big, or the garage just isn't right? If you have started to Goldilocks your dwelling, then it is time to call the Best Real Estate Team. Let our team get to work for you and provide you with that home that is just right and gives you a happily ever after. Give us a call today at 675-BES or go online at bestwy.net. Make it a great day. Proudly brokered by eXp. Wyoming Corporate Office is the trusted business choice behind thousands of businesses. Whether it's business formation, payroll, corporate paperwork, mail scanning service, or small business phone service, Wyoming Corporate Office powers over 100,000 businesses worldwide and locally. This makes Wyoming Corporate Office the state's largest business-to-business -business service provider located right here in Sheridan, Wyoming. If you're drowning in corporate paperwork looking for someone with an unmatched experience that cares and wants to be your partner in making your business successful, 
helpful? Trust that Wyoming Corporate Office can help you focus on what makes your business tick. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com. Heads up. Whether it's at work, at home, or play, take a few seconds to look up and locate any overhead power lines. When working outside, be sure to keep yourself and any tools or equipment you're using at least 10 feet away. Teach your children to fly kites or toys in areas away from overhead power lines. And do not attempt to remove anything that has become tangled with a line. Always assume an overhead power line is energized and dangerous. A safety message brought to you by Montana Dakota Utilities. In the community to serve. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning I'm speaking with Sheridan County Commissioners Lonnie Wright and Alan Thompson. We had just gotten into the budget session and we're discussing uh, increases to revenue, which is a good thing, but it's one of those situations where it's bittersweet. A lot of that increase came from the increase in property taxes. Uh, Luckily enough, the Sheridan County Commission has decided to try and use those uh, increases for things around the county directly affecting the residents. Now, have there had to be any budget cuts to anything that we know of as of yet or have you seen somewhere where you thought we should cut that back Yeah, we haven't um, actually made the decision on the total budget. So what we've had is the listening sessions with each of the department heads and elected officials. And, you know, I think the one thing that's really great about Sheridan County is they're very realistic about those. Um, There's asks for things that are one time or an increase in certain areas, but at the same time, they're able to reduce in certain areas. When you see some of the technology um, stuff streamlined, you know, like maybe last year we had to um, buy a new software program that was, you know, initial high purchase. Now the maintenance of that is lower. Um, So, you know, it's a lot of give and take, pretty similar budgets to last year, um, with the exception of that capital side of things where the infrastructure um, repairs and things like that need to be made. So if you look at the increases from the budget request from last year on, you know, the operations side of things, it's really not much different than a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Mainly just projects now. Yeah. Other uh, than costs of things like the electricity bill and the yeah. um, water, sewer, and garbage and things like that that go up, the telephone bill that go up that really you can't control, you know, those are things that have been increases. But, um, you know, some of the streamlined stuff with, you know, copier services and, um, you know, other technology things, then you'll see a reduction. So, so is this primarily inflation that we're seeing in increases in our power, water, things like that? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and For that's. Sure. You know, I don't know that that's inflation related because that goes up year to year. Over my career as sheriff and commissioner, you see those increases. Yeah. Maybe you have two years of the same, but then the third year it goes up. So, so that kind of, you know. I, I don't know what the impact is going to be with that um, inflation side of it on the utilities because, you know, that's usually a little late. We're, we're trying to budget for a year and a year and a half ahead of time. Right. So we're not really going to see what those bills are um, until next June runs around, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, where, where does the lion's share of our budget go? Well, uh, probably the one of the big hitters is the detention center, I suppose, and the sheriff's department. Um, law enforcement. That's usually law enforcement. Yeah, yeah, and the detention center together is is probably the biggest the biggest consumer of our of our money at the county level. Uh, Road and bridge takes a pretty good chunk. 
um, but also just the salaries of all the employees and benefits. Yeah, so. you look at it as a whole, the, the county is in the customer service business. Yep. And how they provide that service is through humans. So, um, you know, like at the sheriff's office, we had a pretty low uh, operational budget for the sheriff's office side of things, but obviously a pretty high operational percentage for the detention center because of all the requirements like food and medical and all these things that cost a lot more. So that budget is a lot higher. Combined, the sheriff and detention budgets are about one-third of the county's entire budget on a year. Oh, wow. And then, of course, that's the largest group of employees also. I yeah. mean, you're looking at 60 full-time employees working down there. And so, driving all the time, yeah, covering the county. Fuel mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah, all that stuff. So um, it, at the end of the day for the um, the the budget of the county, a large portion of that is salaries and benefit packages because the service that we provide is done through humans. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, you said uh, we have seen a slight increase in revenue due to these property taxes. How's the county looking uh, as, as far as money that we may be able to put away? <laughs> well, that's still the discussion that we're going to be having in the next month or so. Because when that revenue does come up, then there's that ask. You know, this roof has been um, delayed. You know, the repair or replacement's mm-hmm. been delayed for five years. Yeah, yeah. But we don't, we're not bringing in a, enough money for all of these infrastructure repairs. So then yeah. you have to prioritize it and um, look at other options. Or, you know, there's grants and, and other things out there. Um, so so the final decision hasn't been made, but it's always a good consideration to make sure that we're putting away money for rainy day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that and that is really difficult because something else always seems to pop up. Oh, for sure. Uh, and so trying to you know make that dollar stretch as far as we can with these grants and and these matching things like that, best way to get it done. Uh, but it you know when it comes to saving money at the county level. Is it a priority for the commission or is just getting the work done, getting the maintenance done, uh, a bigger priority? You know, it depends on the project. Um, You know, we're stewards of taxpayer money, so um, the best thing that we should be doing with that money is if we can reduce, we reduce. And if we can't, then we need to make sure that we're using that money for the benefit of the most amount of people in Sheridan County. Um, and, you know, each each project's so much different. That's yeah. the one thing that has, has been kind of an eye-opener for me was the expansiveness of the projects and the responsibilities that the county has. Um, you know, 2,500 square miles, 500-some miles of roads. You know all those numbers, but then when you're really looking at it, you know, we have the airport, we have the detention center, we have the courthouse, we have um, outlying um, buildings in the county for to support Road and Bridge, the equipment that Road and Bridge has, the equipment that the airport has. Like, it's, it's there's it's a, a lot, lot of things, there's a lot of moving parts to this. For sure. And then having to sit down and try to prioritize that right. stuff is so difficult because, you know, yeah, so-and-so, the majority might not use that road. Right. But four or five people do. But it's a county do, road. A county road. <laughs> exactly. And so you've got to decide, all right, we got to be the ones to bite the bullet on this and spend the money. And that's right. always really tough to do, yeah. uh, you know, especially being a very conservative uh, voter base, a very conservative uh, environment around here. But uh, trying to maintain stuff can be a real pain in the butt. Uh, and a very expensive <laughs> venture. 
Now, yeah. I can't remember if they increased, uh, and I'm running out of time, but I can't remember if they increased direct distributions this year or not. It was on the table. They, it, 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 I, last I heard, there were discussions in the hallways. They did, but I don't recall yeah, the number. The, I don't have the exact numbers, but we were generally getting at Sheridan County around 1 million, 1.1 million, mm -hmm. and that went up to about 1.8 million. So it's actually a pretty substantial increase for Sheridan County nice. this year. Yeah. That's good to hear. It was around $6,800,000 increase, if I remember mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And so. there's a county road. <laughs> or maybe another that's project. A good, that's a good project right there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Soldier Creek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, when will the, the entire budgeting process be finished? We'll be able to take a vote on it and get it yeah. over. So we'll, we'll have that um, in place by July 1, and then you know, it'll be... Um, I can't remember the word that we use for it, but sometime after July one, it's there's a process that they, they, there's a name for it. But um, but prior to July one, we'll have a really good idea what that budget is going to look like um, for the July through June thirtieth of next year. So, commissioners. Thank you so much for coming on the show this morning. I got a whole page of questions we didn't even get to. You guys oh, are great. I talk too much. No, no, I love it. Uh, the more talking, the better. Uh, I greatly appreciate your time. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Lloyd. Thanks, Lloyd. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Shared. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 in cash and another $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. Herding Rescue Dogs of Wyoming is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. It's time for another gift card giveaway at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We're giving away $2,000 in gift cards for 10 days. That's $200 per day starting Monday, May 22nd. Register today and every day. You can't win if you don't sign up. No purchase necessary. There are lots of chances to win. You could be part of the $2,000 gift card giveaway. Sign up today. Thanks from the Sheridan Commercial Company. We appreciate your business. Open seven days a week. In this day and age, everyone's looking for a great value deal. Well, look no further than your locally owned McDonald's. The $3.50 value deal is available at your McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Choose from a McDouble, hot and spicy, or six-piece chicken McNuggets, plus a small fry for $3.50. Now that is a value. Don't forget to download the McDonald's app for even more great deals. Look no further for a great value deal than your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. We can finally see the grass. Oh, no, my yard's getting out of control. I need a lawnmower. Well, I know where you can get one. Sheridan Honda and Power Sports sells power equipment, including generators, trimmers, tillers, and lawnmowers. These all come pre-assembled, warranty registered, and full of gas. Oh, that's easy. Can you mow my lawn for me, too? <laughs> well, you probably don't want me to do that, but we can come pick up your lawnmower or any other power equipment you need service for the season. Sheridan Honda and Power Sports has what you need to keep your yard looking sharp. Get ready for summer with CMB Supply. We have your yard care essentials in stock and ready to go. Grass seed, John Deere mowing equipment, rakes, shovels, garden supplies, bird feeders, and more. 
also get your free gift with any $20 purchase. Come in to visit us at CMB Supply. We're on Heartland Drive, and we're open Monday to Friday from 7.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. And then on Saturday, we're open from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Are you looking for a great deal on some amazing products? Look no further than SheridanMedia.com's Hot Buys going on right now. Starting at half off of retail value, you can bid on a wide range of items from outdoor equipment to home goods and more. Don't wait too long. The incredible deals end at 8 p.m. tonight. Visit SheridanMedia.com now and click on the Hot Buys banner and start bidding on the hottest deals around. Don't miss out on the chance to save big with Hot Buys on SheridanMedia.com. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930, KROE, Sheridan. KROE, Sheridan. Two minute stations, two minutes away from your. It's summertime. Time to roll. Better make sure your car's road trip ready. Midas Tire and Auto has money-saving deals just waiting for you. And listen to this. Midas has a new state-of-the-art inspection process called A Closer Look. You'll get pictures and updates along the way, allowing you to track the progress of your vehicle. Ask questions and get answers straight from the technician. Stop in for A Closer Look this month. Plus, save 20 bucks off any full synthetic oil change at Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Don't miss out on the Memorial Day sale event at Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop amazing deals like 15% off on Old Town Vapor 10 kayaks. Get a Sportsman Warehouse gift card with your purchase of Benchmade knives. Plus, check out the new Yeti coolers in Rescue Red, Canopy Green, and High Desert Clay available on coolers, bottles, and mugs. And for those who love camping, they're offering 20% off all Lost Creek dry bags and cases. Look for the flyer in this week's Country Bounty and save big with Sportsman's Warehouse. House. Well, it's just a fact that sometimes the water well you have is just not the water well you wished you had. What if you turned on your tap and a little country band drained out singing, Water, water, cool, clear water. Well, that's just what 307 Wildcat Well Service delivers. They'll bore down old Mother Earth and find you that water. Now get ready for a phone number, 217-2155. Or find 307 Wildcat Well Service on Facebook. And you too will have... Cool, clear water. KROE, Sheridan, broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio. KROE, 